Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Um, well, we were joined by a friend of yours, Charlie, great comedian, uh, Joe Caulfield. Yeah, brilliant. Has written a very moving but funny book mm. about uh, her relationship with her, her late sister. The funny thing about death. She's also got a great claim to fame family-wise yeah, uh, from the world based, of football. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she, uh, she um, supports... As a, an English woman supports an interesting club. Yeah, go so, see her live on tour yeah, as well. Do that. She's very good. Um, we had Sam Ellard join us. Look at the best of the podcast. I had some good stuff in that. We had Fun some larks, and we had the birthday spread. Yes. So here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Good afternoon, Paul. A couple of things I wanted to say to you. I woke oh, up yes. this morning. I, I watched. I watched the uh, cricket this morning, just yeah. sort of 45 minutes of the cricket this morning. Yeah. I was just... Do you ever get this sort of feeling? I was just happy I wasn't having to face the Indian bowl attack yeah. in India this Much morning. Much the same I way thought, you used to look at cricket years ago and think, uh, the West Indian bowling yeah. attack, but for different reasons. But yeah. I felt like, no, I, I'm quite pleased, actually, that I don't have to do that this morning. Yeah. I, d I wasn't in the mood for that this morning, so I was quite pleased that I didn't have to do it. But then I thought, why would I be having to do it, Paul? Yeah. They're not going to select me to go out and do it, are they? So It would be quite... I mean, Give I mean, myself a worry where Andy, there isn't one. I know Andy was railing against the selection. I think Derek Pringle, who's going to join us, uh, he's going to do the same. But I think it, there would have been a lot of calls to talk sport if they'd said... Ben Stokes saying, yeah, but we're probably... Uh, Charlie Baker will be opening the batting. We think he's just oh, perfect no. for the... Condi <laughs> Charlie Baker, the bloke off TalkSport, the comedian. <laughs> the bloke from uh, Devon. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the guy. Played Tim yeah, Reynolds yeah, in yeah. EastEnders. Yeah, that's, that guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, Didn't yeah, die. Like, he might come back, might come back. Tim know. Reynolds. Um, what would it take Tim for Tim Reynolds? Reynolds? Your character, Tim Reynolds. Yeah, Tim How Reynolds did he leave? He leave in the, normally just you leave in the back of a taxi in the rain, don't you? Looking out the back window. Everyone was just pretty indifferent to Tim Reynolds, and he just disappeared. He didn't have an official... Ending. Not a lot happened with Tim Reynolds, if we're honest. Right. It was in a very fallow period of EastEnders where not, not a lot was happening. Can you, it wasn't much of a story. Some of the, the, in dramatic terms, they'd taken the ball into the corner, hadn't yeah. they? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they were sort of just <laughs> tapping it about, waiting yeah. for new writers to turn yeah. up. Yeah. Basically. So well, can Tim you remember Reynolds, what your final line was? Well, I'll be back. No, no, I think I just so, sort of gave... <clears> not. I'd, I'd tried to get off with Ronnie, Sam right. Janus. Yeah. I'd tried to get off with her. Yeah. And she'd knocked me back. She, there'd, been right. a knock, there'd been a knock back. Okay. And then I sort of just nodded sadly and left. Ah, was this in a club or in, in, in the Vic? Paul. Long time ago. Eight really? years. Eight years ago. 
Yeah. Bring back Tim Reynolds anyway. Well, I mean, there was so much more he had to give. You had. There's so much more. I had my eyes on Frank's old car lot. Bat, bat, bat. Yeah. Baby, baby, baby. I thought I could. <laughs> That's good. You could have done that. I thought I could have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bat, got the bat, run bat, around bat. gig. Yeah. He wants a Mondeo with 40,000 miles. Yeah. Only got one with 60,000. Did he talk like that, Tim Reynolds? Well, I don't know. We'll find out. Oh, okay. No, Tim Reynolds didn't know. Did he sound like you? Tim Reynolds was Estuary English. Well, okay. He wasn't from Devon. That was a shame. I think it would have been better in EastEnders. Yeah. Point, please. Yeah, <laughs> if it, yeah, if all the heads just going down Ian's calf. You're not, yeah, you're not from round here, are you? It would no, have been no, great. That would have been the way to play it. Yeah. What an idiot! Why didn't I think of that? Phil, coming I'd up still saying, be there. What's, what's your game, mate? What are you doing here? Here, all right, Phil. Yeah. What's on? That's it. Yeah, be, that's what they made that mistake. What a great mistake! Oh, that that's was. the mistake I made. I should have made that as a character choice. Yeah. Made it, oh, Do you think they would have said, idiot. cut, cut? Um, we didn't really envisage the accent like that. <laughs> yeah. We just, can we just try that well, again? Well, too late for you. I'm running the laundrette now. Yeah, that's it. Fantastic. <laughs> too late. Anyway, anyway that was the only thing I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how that came out. Tim Reynolds came up, but yeah. he did. He pops up now and again. Tim Reynolds has issued a come and get me plea <laughs> to the to the everybody on East End. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Lovely, yeah. Uh, Chippenham talk. He played Chippenham on Wednesday night. Yeah, one uh, Tuesday one, night, wasn't it? Tuesday night. One sorry. all draw. One all draw. Saw one that, draw. yeah. I streamed it, Paul. Streamed it. Yeah. Now, the streams in the National League on Vanarama TV are of varying quality. What are the production values like on Vanarama? Is it a bit like an NFL game? No, it's a, it's one... a bit like Monday Night Football. <laughs> <laughs> it really yeah, good, yeah. is it? Really, yeah. What was yeah. the halftime show? <laughs> no, it just goes blank at halftime. Just, just goes, goes blank. You, you, well, you know, it just says Vanarama. Just says Vanarama. Yeah. But, uh, no, this was a halfway line. Yeah. And the camera was quite very, very close. Yeah. Very close to the pitch. <laughs> the camera. So it was like you were playing left or right wing for a bit. Oh, right. It was like you had one of them VR headsets on. Yeah. And you were sort of playing left wing, right wing, you know, for Torquay United. Wow, well, that's exciting. interesting. But when they had a corner, uh, when Torquay had a corner yeah. uh, in the second half... It, the, the corner was behind a pillar. Oh. So it, you suddenly had a restricted view stream at one point. For a tenner. For a tenner. Wow. <laughs> Couldn't I think, see them I mean, actually I, taking the give corner. give them a free ad, but on now TV, can't you watch a Premier League game for a tenner? <laughs> it does seem a bit much, doesn't yeah. it? Ten, nine, yeah, 9.50, right. restricted view uh, for the second half. Just a big blue pillar in the way. God, that's poor, isn't yeah, it? it? Poor. And then if we, you've had some joy on uh, on non-league TV, oh, yeah, so, nice, so give yeah. us some of your non-league TV. Some panorama TV well, stuff. Well, just the, 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 you know, your t- I mean, sometimes you watch football around the world and you're quite shocked by some of the coverage. Yeah. So uh, yeah. if you're seeing some fairly shonky coverage, I mean, look, I'm sure they're doing their best and it's the only way, you're not, it's not, they're not going to be showing it in the pub, are they? I should have, show I could have gone to the match, Paul, couldn't I? That's what yeah. I'd say, you know. That's what, true. Once we missed, they missed both Torquay's goals yeah. and they showed us the highlights from Bromley just completely at random really at one point so yeah <clears throat> Vanarama <throat> TV but yeah a one all draw chip and quite annoying <clears throat> annoyingly the, um, quite good they've often talked it's funny you should talk about camera angles they did a little experiment a while back where they had a kind of footballer with a kind of GoPro or sort of body worn oh, yeah. camera on so you see it from from their point yeah. of view and it is it is quite weird watching the game it's a bit like, it is literally like playing a computer game yeah. and you're in it but the trouble is, it's the way they run. When you watch, obviously, he's just running normally. Yeah. But it looks like uh, Sir Digby Chicken Caesar from Mitchell and Webb. <laughs> yeah. You remember they played the two Ran old, away from two something. Old yeah. 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 So that's what it look when they run. That's what it looks like, oh, or no. a, or quite a bad game of the sort of mid nineties where the graphics weren't that great. Yeah. 
But it, it's interesting to watch a game. I mean, I think yeah, from there. more and more. T- I mean, remember years ago, Sky got a bit gimmicky. We had player cam. If you yeah. work, you could basically watch, I don't know, Sean Wright Phillips for the whole match. Just, and you'd have to be a real fan. Of, I mean, even Wrighty, <laughs> even his dad would probably thought, I'd rather watch the game. Well, there's that film, isn't it? Is it Zidane they follow? Zidane yeah, just yeah, through yeah. one game. And so he some arty he film. D- he just, hardly does anything for the first half. And then the yeah. second half, I think he... He does an assist and gets sent off or something like that. It's like it's like yeah. we're filming this, Sudan. Can you that's right? Can you do something. Put, you, put you back into it. So yeah. uh, chunky TV coverage from around the world. Talksport.com, text eighteen eighty nine, tweet TS Agent J. Um yeah, you were telling us about um Taylor Swift. She's got she'd been a big hit, hasn't yes. she, with the with um the people who've been working at the NFL games. Yeah, yeah, she's she, been all watching all the games. Here, uh, watching uh, Travis Kelsey. Travis play. Kelsey, yeah. And there was a, a story from one of the stewards. They said, She's wonderful. She's a lovely lady. She came out of one of the boxes and said, Oh, how are you? Nice to meet you. Yeah. Have you been doing this long? Like the Queen. That's right, <laughs> yeah, doing yeah, all yeah, that yeah. stuff. <laughs> and then she gave him hundred dollars. Sort of eighty quid. Lovely. That's not bad. Have doubled a tip, his, have doubled a, his money. Have a, I don't know. She she probably. Will, I'm guessing Taylor Swift doesn't use the phrase here. Have a drink on me. Yes, that would be does. nice, wouldn't it? From the back of her hand, <laughs> like screwed here, up. Over here, here. Have a drink on like me. Like your nan giving you a yeah, fiver. That's, hey, don't tell your mum. <laughs> don't tell your governor. Have a drink on me. So look, that that paints her in a very good light. Yeah, but very we wondered. Nice, yeah. And we do know. Uh, you know, we get many a, a taxi driver listening to the show around the country at this time of day. So maybe with your celebrity tips, that might That's be very nice. nice. Yeah, that would be lovely. Maybe get a few of those from the We'd listeners like today. Who I mean, Taylor Swift who with didn't, a maybe, maybe who didn't? Yeah, what, 100 clubs. Well, you've got to be careful with that okay. because, you know, I think you get club rivalries. I told you a story earlier on you of, did, of yeah. that. Um, and what else do we have? She, I mean, she did make a billion dollars off her last yeah. tour. So I think actually $100 feels a bit tight, if you ask me. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's you all that, Taylor Swift. Get your, <laughs> get your hand in your pocket, Taylor. Um, and the other thing was, yeah, uh, uh, we've heard Ben Duckett chatting to our own Andrew McKenna earlier on, saying, yeah, pretty pleased with that. Good day's work. You're thinking, yeah, not sure. And mm. we'll see how much it does turn tomorrow. Uh, we're going to talk to Derek Pringle about the cricket. Um, but Tom Hartley had a pretty tough old start, really. Wow. Getting carted I about. like he's been three night, thrown under the bus a little yeah. bit. I wonder if Derek does. I don't know, but what I mean, first you first, had to let him come back on the first choice bowl spinner again, didn't you? You could in India. You couldn't say that would do, mate. And then we'd never see him again. First ball six over his head. Yeah, I, mean, I could have done that, Paul. <laughs> well, you say that. <laughs> I could have bought Well, you're that. almost in the team, as we discovered earlier <laughs> on. So, yeah, um, Nightmare Starts, Nightmare yeah, yeah. Debuts, nightmare if you want debuts. to relive. If you've gone cold just thinking about what happened to Tom Marley, whether it's football, cricket, whatever sport it was, um, let us know. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on Talk Sport. Our next guest lives near Easter Road and has adopted Hibs yeah. as, uh, as a club of choice. She has an interesting football pedigree mm. through her family. She does. She's comedian Joe Corfin. Yeah. Joe, good to see you. She is. Good to be here. Thank yeah. you very much for coming in. We're, before we talk about football, we're going to talk mm. about your book, The Funny Thing About Death, which it kind of tells the story of your relationship with and, and the sad death of your sister Annie. Yeah, I mean, uh, the title is actually not my idea and I thought it was a bit brutal because I had other titles that were more moving. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, publishers were like, mm, that's not really going to sell. Um, it doesn't say you're a comedian, <laughs> doesn't say that will be funny, but this has it all, funny and death. And then I was like, oh, I, I suppose that does sum up the book because it is about her, you know, she had cancer, but she was very interesting, funny person, mm. big sister, big influence. So a lot of it was me just going back over family memories, 
her influence on me because when she died, I was a bit like, well, now who am I? What, what am I going to do the rest of my life? Because I've copied you basically yeah. up till now. So a lot of it is sort of our history. And then also when she got ill, everybody's different about it. She was very like, um, I don't really have cancer. I have this special cancer that's not really very serious. So she sort of made up stories. Even when she went into the hospice, she yeah. said it was a sort of spa that she was going to. <laughs> And I, being little sister, I went along with it, mm. which is was actually a very good protection. If a little weird went at the funeral, I was a bit like, oh, she died. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, right. I really wasn't expecting that. So the book is, a, is some of it is a sort of how-to with grief, how-to when people are very ill. But a lot of it is just being a kid in the 70s and not having any stuff. Yeah. yeah, she was she was older than you by five years. Five, five years, five yeah, years. Yeah, and yeah. From what I've read in the book, mm. she she got you to sort of quite a lot of danger. Yes. <laughs> did she did she know that she was that you were that much younger than her? Yeah, I think that's the thing that as an older sister, you go, oh, they know best. Um, uh, but I found out quite early she didn't know best. Yeah, you went um, hitchhiking around Europe. Yeah, I was right, and that proper old school hitchhiking, oh, yeah. getting in a truck, hitchhiking. Sixteen, I was sixteen. She was twenty one. Um, did it in the summer holidays before my A levels. And uh, and I thought when she said, "Oh, we'll just we'll get a train to somewhere I'd never heard of in France, and then we'll just hitchhike." And I remember thinking, "I don't know if two girls getting into strangers' cars is a good idea." <laughs> but Annie probably knows what she's doing, and of course, it turned out she didn't know what she was doing because nearly every car people tried to molest us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Honest to goodness, and it was and trucks, you know, because they were like yeah. manna from heaven. Look at these two girls at the side of the road, and uh, it was only we were in Switzerland because we didn't really know where we were going either. We were going around a hairpin bend and it was on the bend and my sister said, get your rucksack. When it slows down on the bend, jump out. We're jumping out. And oh. we jumped out. And, and then you didn't realise it. those are those massive trucks. So that's like a six-foot drop yeah. as well. Yeah. And we also had no idea. We hadn't worked out things like climate. Like if, if no. you go higher... It's the snow. Yeah. yeah. But that so was her we, fault. She was in charge of She you, was so, in charge. Yeah. And that's why I was like, you don't know anything. But she'll go, oh, but imagine, you know, what it'd be like. We'll have stories. I'm like, yeah, we'll have stories of being nearly dead is what our <laughs> stories will be like. But she was she was very like that. She travelled a lot. was always like, like go for it because she was a writer. Yeah. So it was like, well, if you look into something, that sounds very sensible. And then you might not do it. Because you'll think, oh, that's a bad idea. Yeah. So that would put, so she didn't research things. She would just go and do it. Normally in a situation like this, the expectation would be that you get up and do a kind of show about this rather than write the book. Why did you decide not to do that or might you do that? Well, I don't want to say now, oh, that sounds boring, in case I then do decide to do a show. Um, but I, I, did a show, I did a show on it once, mm. right, in a little club. You will know the Tommy Field, yeah. Always Be Comedy, because they're, yeah. they're an audience that like everything. Mm. So I did it there and they because they were very supportive. So I did it with slides of photos of us as kids and going over to Ireland. And, and I only got to... I, I got. So little of the book in it, like in an hour talking. So I was like, well, I don't know what I'm doing with this. And I also I thought, I like to make people laugh. That's what I mm. do. Um, and I, I felt a little bit like I don't want to ambush people's feelings. But I've done some book events now, so I know what it's like. Mm. But they're expecting it because it's a book event. You're allowed to you know, make people cry. Although I do, it is at the end of the book event where I go, oh, I'm the worst comedian in the world. There's people now crying. Yeah. Um, but that's quite, it's quite a nice thing because it's a back and forth between you and you know that if people, 
if people are grieving, if they're mm. in that grief club, yeah. then they don't mind that you've reminded them because that's all part of it. But I think if you do, I'm just worried about people coming to a show like people do this in Edinburgh. And I've been annoyed, sat in a show thinking, oh, they're going to be funny. And then go, oh, no, I it's didn't know it was that show, kind yeah, of show. Yeah. <laughs> it's the sad show. Yeah. Have, have you yeah. found talking about grief, writing about grief, mm. have you found that's helped with, with, with your processing it oh, yourself? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely, because I was very unprepared for it, because I think I didn't... My parents never... Their parents, they never talked about grief. Nobody... Mm. I wasn't very aware of it. So it, it's that thing of when you... Weirdly, when you find other people that know how it feels, you feel better. Mm. You go, oh, you feel as bad as I do. Yeah. Great. <laughs> now I feel better. And and it was also just questions. And it was... <laughs> I was doing an event, like a, a lunch event, to some posh ladies for charity. And I was enjoying it because they were those sort of posh women that they're very thin and they wear very bright clothes. Um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, some of these ladies are just crazy. I love them. It could have been any age from like 50 to 90. You mm. couldn't quite tell. <laughs> and the woman next to me, she was, reminded me of Princess Margaret in that she had that helmet hair, tanned, yeah. knocking back the white wine. Yeah. And, uh, and she was one of those people who, in a sentence, like she throws up a whole life. And she said to me that she thought she was a very bad mother. And she was, said her son had been in the RAF. And I said, oh, my brother's been in the RAF. And she went, oh, he went to Iraq. I said, oh, so did my brother, right? And she went, oh, my poor son, though, but I was a terrible mother. Because do you know what the thing was? <laughs> she went, um, when he was little, I, I was never there at bedtime because bedtime is the same time as cocktail hour. <laughs> and I loved cocktail hour. Yeah. And I just thought, oh, I love you. And then she said to me, do you just have a brother? And I'd never been asked that question, so oh, I said, yeah. I have a brother. And as I said, and a sister, I started to cry. Wow. Like just, in, and I went, oh, God, oh. And I said, I've never said that before. And she was exactly the right person because she was very hearty about life. Yeah. She grabbed me quite hard <laughs> and, and she went, that's terrible. Mm. I know how you feel. I lost my sister. It's awful. And then she went, because they were about to... Weirdly, Catherine Jenkins was hosting, about to announce me. Right. And she said, but you've got to get on stage now and get it together. <laughs> yeah. And it was really sort of Judy Garland-y, yeah, like, yeah. put it together, get on. And she was the perfect person. And mm. I just remember her forever because I didn't, if anyone had been sympathetic at that moment, I'd yeah, have fallen apart. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's interesting, Eric. I mean, I'm sure mm. the listeners will, will know this if they've gone through the same thing. It, it kind of creeps up on you on un, yeah, unlikely moments. Yeah. Not when uh, I have a friend who's always trying to make me cry. She took me out a lot to have drinks and let's talk about it. And she was like, I see, she was annoyed. I wouldn't be crying. Yeah. But I said, it's not, it's not like that, is it? It's yeah. weird times or, or music sets it off. They mm. were playing Talking Heads in Tesco's. And I was like, oh my God, I remember buying an out their album because she liked it. You know? in, the, in the back of the book, there's a list of things that remind yeah. you of your sister. Yeah. It's a very specific on, on list. Isn't African it? Yeah. teams in, in World Cups, which I thought yes. was quite interesting why is that Jo? because she uh, she traveled a lot uh, in africa and she liked she only liked she didn't like british teams basically so she was no interest in the premier league or any other english leagues uh but she loved the world cup mm. because she loved any foreign team but particularly the african teams and i remember at italia 90 i was working in a restaurant and a lot of the kitchen staff and the chefs were from the Cameroon. Oh, wow. And this was massive. My sister, she was already telling me, but look at the Italian players. How <laughs> handsome are they? Yeah. Right. That was her thing. Like, she absolutely loved the Italian team. And, I mean, 
I mean, in a way, it's good she's dead now because the Italian team are not what they were <laughs> yeah. in the looks department, <laughs> yeah. are they? I so mean, there's one silver lining. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it. They do not. They just literally look like film stars. You mm. just go along the line. Yeah. Now you're like, oh god. Um, but and the, and the, and it was the staff was so excited because I think they got to the quarterfinals. Yeah, they did. Played yeah. England. Played yeah. England mm. and beat think, Argentina in the opening game. That amazing. was a big show. Yeah, yeah. I think bit Colombia and I think England. It was like three two or something. Yeah. Um, so that was very exciting. Uh, and that's also how I then got really, really into into football. Oh. Me and her, we used to watch the World Cup. Her partner not into it at all, and yeah. we were like wall chart people. But it was so funny. There was only that competition she would like. Yeah. Yeah. And Hibs are your local team, so yeah. you, you yeah. follow so them. I hear them from my garden. So oh, that's right. brilliant. And I, I'm, to be fair, I think both the teams are good in Edinburgh. Mm. Hearts uh, are also because they're, yeah. they're, they're both local teams that. People walk to the grounds, yeah. which I love. There's mm-hmm. something very romantic about seeing people and when they, you know, with their scarves and where they're going. And uh, but I did do once. I did um, Hearts Player of the Year dinner, and it's all like local businesses sponsor it. And mm-hmm. they said, and they said, also, guy's a roofer, and he wants to take you with his car. He's got a special Hearts car. Oh yeah, um, and take some photographs. And I said, oh, fine. And they said, he'll pick you up. And then they took my address. And they went, oh, he doesn't know that. And it was a smart car, maroon, oh. with a massive Hearts logo. <laughs> Parking near crest. Easter Road. And, uh, and they had to come down there. Oh, fantastic. And then we stopped. He stopped like, uh, well, we'd done the photos. And then we went out to the, my Tesco's in Leith. And uh, and he and I said, well, I'm going to go Tesco's. He went, well, I'll drop you on the way back. And he did go. I'm not going to go up Easter Road. I'm going to go up Leith Walk yeah. to avoid <laughs> Easter Road. But when he dropped me off, there were some blokes standing outside the pub smoking, as there always is in Leith. And they were just like, whoa! Uh, and they yeah. couldn't stop laughing. And then pulling everyone out of the pub to see this guy. And he's like, get out of the car. Fantastic. Yeah. We're out of time, Joe. But we've got to talk about your uncle Edwin McPhee, amateur goalkeeper in Northern Ireland, played yeah. for Northern Ireland. Yeah. Then this uh, young keeper came along, and even your uncle said. He's good. He's probably better than me. And that was Pat Jennings. <laughs> yeah. The legendary Pat Jennings. Yes. Yeah, so, and he said, and also that he was a natural. Everybody said he was a sort of late starter, really, Pat Jennings. But he was just one of those people, an absolute natural. Yeah. And my uncle was like, he never went professional, my uncle. Uh, um, sort of at that time where, oh, I'm I, I sensible. I've got, I, can, I was training to be a teacher. That seems more reliable. And just like, Think he's better than me, and he also, played for Coleraine, didn't he? Played, yeah, played uh, Coleraine and, and Clifton, um, and then it was more that, and it also is ever as everybody says, Pat yeah. Jennings, one of the nicest people in the mm, world. Yeah. Oh yeah, and he doesn't then, look any older, Pat. He looks now. No, he does look the same. Now. Yeah, he's got yeah. young hair. Um, young hair, my uncle Eddie is not the tallest of the uncles, actually, oh, right. as well. There's a, my un- younger uncle, he was taller, but he did then did do a lot of uh, basketball. He oh, wow. Did that. Okay. He said, because you don't have to be tall, you just have to be crafty. <laughs> so he went on from. It's, you know, but it's a great sporting claim to fame, though. Yeah, it's great, yeah isn't it, it amazing? Good great. reason to stop as well. Yeah. To go, I saw <laughs> yeah, yeah, the writing yeah, on yeah. the wall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Joe, lovely to see you. Thanks, Thanks very Joe. much for coming in. Uh, Joe's book, The Funny Thing About Death, is published by Polygon Books and is out now in hardback. We wish you well. Oh, I'm on tour as well. Oh, well, okay. Where can Here we. Here comes trouble. I start again on the 1st of February in um, Wimborne. Yes. And then brilliant. Just Joe's in my, <clears throat> I'd say, top five live comedians in this country. Oh, She's absolutely brilliant. Okay. Absolutely brilliant. Four more to kill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Thanks very much. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. And just to remind him, we'll be bringing you a week of shows from uh, the Cheltenham Festival. Oh, yes. I'm actually look forward to that. Yeah, Charlie will be with us. Yeah. Won't you?
So as, uh, as usual, uh, us and uh, good people on breakfast will be bringing you... Yeah. I was discussing with someone how it's good when we do those interviews, it's always good to find the big rugby players in the morning. Yeah, before they... Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't try and interview them, a lot of them, in the afternoon. No, that's a very good idea. Because they've, the, they've been in sort of the sweets. Guinness Village then, or whatever. Guinness Village oh, yeah. by then. Oh, yes, Everyone's indeed. bought them a pint, you know. Yeah. You don't get a lot out of them. No, that's by right. The, by the <laughs> afternoon. That's right. You know, yeah. Paul, the amount uh, of you see, famous can... sports people or famous people you've seen at Cheltenham, <laughs> yeah. and uh, you say, can we have a couple of minutes? And they'd say, I would normally, I'm just too drunk. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's, that's happens, a problem. Yeah. It happens a lot. I can't, I can't speak for, I can't, if I'm yeah. honest. And that's all. Once or twice they've said yes, and you've recorded them, and we've said, <laughs> We can't use that. We got we got to save them from themselves. Really, we should put we? that out. That'd be a good Christmas tape. Yeah, the, 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 these are the ones we couldn't play you at Cheltenham at the end of the week. We Listen to the that. state of him. I mean, that's right. How many pints has he had? Let's yeah. try and guess. <laughs> anyway, guess. We do, sometimes you do have to you do have to save them from the other one. We always get is big gangs of footballers. We'll see them and yeah. we'll say, "Hello, lads, how you doing? Oh yeah, all right." Yeah. And um, can we have a chat on the show? No, we're not here. Oh yeah, you haven't. Yeah, it's yeah. not. You ain't seen me, right? Not meant. To, <laughs> not meant to be here. Yeah, yeah they love it. Don't they? Yeah, we had one particular side who uh, oh, yeah. come on mass. It seemed oh, most right. of the first team squad were there, and we said, "We're not here. Yeah, we're not. Don't say we're here. We're not here." <laughs> yeah, so a lot of that are. goes yeah, on. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Anyway. Although the manager, a one-time manager of a championship club, okay, um, we saw them out and about. Most of his players looked fine. The manager couldn't find his way back to the minibus. He <laughs> was all over the shop. I wonder if we, we should see if we can get some squads on this year. They must be allowed. They must be allowed to be there at some point. Mm. They've got to have a bit of downtime as well. Yeah. You don't well, think well, we'll so. see. You don't good, think so. Good. No, no, it depends. It mean, um, depends on what's going I on. I see the con- conscription's cu- coming back, Paul. And, and, um, <laughs> well, I don't think it is, Charlie. I think uh, that's quite they're, a They're talking about it, but I, I, I don't know if it's to uh, to join the army or to be Forest Green manager. They've got a new They've got a new manager. <laughs> They're fifth one of the season. I don't know if you saw that. We all get you a go eventually. It might come to that? We you all get a might, go eventually. It might come to a reservist list. Okay, well. Paul's off this week. He's uh, Forest Green manager this yeah. week. Uh, Steve Cottrell has just taken over. Right, the, the role, and he's yeah. got he's got the right accent for Forest Green, so that's good. I'm wondering if this could have maybe something to get the listeners going on in the time oh, yeah. we have left. Do you know when you explain something to somebody and you think you're being reasonable? Oh yeah, and then they say it, and you go, "Oh, okay." Uh, but they, like for example, <laughs> for example, Troy Deeney was talking about um, his time. It was an interesting piece in the Sun. He writes for them, so he did a big piece about what had gone. He does feel very let down. He feels he didn't get time. Okay, yeah. And you know, he, he admits, got six games. He admits yeah. he didn't get everything right, uh, but he he could see it. He could see a way forward. But obviously, they thought otherwise. Mm. And he, he a bit of verbals on the touchline with the officials, and he was saying, you know, it wasn't much. It was this. It was that. And then he says, I admitted I called the linesman a weasel. <laughs> That's all right, though. That's okay. And maybe I used that word in a different context to how it was interpreted, but I shouldn't have said it. I mean, what are the different interpretations of the word weasel, really? I think you should be allowed to call a linesman, uh, a lines person, a a weasel. You, do you that's think that's all that? right, isn't it? No, it's that's not. That's not too bad. You think that's worse There's than swearing f- at him? No, no, no. But the, I mean, it, you shouldn't really be saying any of that sort of stuff to him. I mean, I know, I know it goes on. Are you but... allowed to do the old parenting trick with the linesman? I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed. Yeah. Well, I could... I'm not angry with you, Lino. Yeah, I'm, I'm di- disappointed. That might have more effect than maybe calling them a weasel. <laughs> 
But it did strike me. I was thinking. Do you think he was started off thinking he was going to say weasel, but then halfway through the word went weasel. <laughs> <laughs> You're an absolute weasel. Yeah, it's a, it's a phrase that's not often used. Yeah. So, so Troy will get. I'm, I'm hoping you know he's a friend of the station. He's a yeah. nice guy when he comes in, isn't yeah. he? You know, he's a very calm. You just don't know. Guy. Do I wonder if he'll get another gig because he, he had six games in charge and then got banned for four games. Yeah. So quite a tough. Quite tough, but yeah, Forest Green, they might come down, come back down to the National League. You never yeah. know. Okay. And they're down there. Colchester are down there. Um, down there. And we did ask you about um, yeah, Tom Hartley, the England spinner. Um, they didn't they, have a great start. They set about him, did the England batters. Not, not a massive surprise, really. Um, that was always likely to happen. So tough debuts, tough starts. So I started mm. a new job and they had a cricket team, said one of the listeners. I oh, did yeah. the usual. Oh, yeah, I'll play a bit. Yeah, yeah, sure. Turned up first match, going into bat. Teammate says, you're wearing a box. I said, no, mate, I don't plan to let anything get past me. First ball, straight in the wedding package. Beautiful. Thank you very much for that turn of phrase. I had to retire, not out, injured. I didn't play again. Well, well, not out, though, were you? No. So, you know, carried your bat. (laughs) Carried a few other things as well, but also carried your bat, you know. Yeah, well done. This is from Harry in Truro. Do you want the voice or not, Paul, in the the Eric Dyer style? That might be nice. Do do the voice for us. Yeah, go on. Here. About ten years ago, I was working in the Purple Turtle nightclub in Camden Town. One night, Peter Crouch and his entourage caught about twenty. It's quite hard to say the word entourage in a Cornish accent. <laughs> and his entourage. Some words. It's comes like in. people from if there was a, an episode of Thirty Rock yeah. and Jenna was in a, a, a drama called The Rural Jura. <laughs> as an American, try and say the words. R- 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 yeah. I can't say so, r- rural. So we found what the West Country word. Yeah. The show Entourage probably wasn't big in the West Country. Anyway, let's get back to Harry's Sorry, get back story. to Harry and Drew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter Crouch had come into his bar, basically. Yeah, yeah. He was buying every round for his group, even though he wasn't drinking. Yeah. And every time he came to the bar, he would tip whoever served him. He'd tip him £20. Oh, wow. There was eight of us working that night, and we all went home with a score and had a group pick with Crouchy himself. What a legend. <laughs> Harry and Drew. <laughs> That's almost like Harry said it. That was like a voice. It was like a voice. Like no, a thank voice you. Thank you. Very the word much. Entourage. Entourage. Yeah. On his entourage. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We're celebrating the release of the brand new original series, Sexy Beast. Our very own podcast, Prince Sam Ellard, has been catching up with some of the cast. He's joined us in the uh, studio now before bringing us the best of this week's TalkSport podcast. Sam, so, good, mo- yeah, good afternoon. You've had a chance uh, to chat some of the cast of this exciting new yeah, TV show. Yeah, wow. podcast prints and a film review. You guys really are giving me a, yeah, a real variety yeah, of roles that's on that's the show, aren't you? I'm quite, I'm quite enjoying it. Yeah, so um, just very briefly, it's uh, I've seen the series. Fascinating watch. It traces the relationship between best friends, Gal and Don. They come together and they're involved in London's criminal world during the the 1990s. So it follows them on that journey. But also as well, they've got a lot going on in their personal lives, relationships, sort of childhood trauma comes into it. So it's a real journey following these two guys as they try and take on some some pretty big tasks. Yeah, I was at the junket yesterday and uh, two of the people I spoke to were Tamsin Greig and Stephen Moyer. Stephen is one of the top guys in the criminal world and they told me all about this new wonderful series. There is a sort of feeling in East London of uh, these all these characters that are coming up that are small-time criminals who have an opportunity to rise up and take on some of the big families. Mm. And um, the soundtrack is all 90s and it's really propulsive and it's very colourful and punchy. And But at, at its core, it's kind of this love story as well. It's really centering on uh, Gal's rise in his love affair with Don, into this new potential for this love affair with Dee Dee. Yeah. And then also this very difficult love affair that goes on between Gal and Teddy Bass. So I think it's all these things that are pulling on that central character who has so much passion. We should maybe point out that Stephen Moyer uh, isn't a leading figure in the criminal underworld. He's an actor playing one. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah, I thought I kind of went <laughs> I kind of thought that went without saying they were yeah, thinking no, no, about, you know. Yeah, I was thinking of You said Stephen Moore is a leading figure in the criminal like underworld. <laughs> Just about yeah, to go and do no, a right, I mean, I mean, he's, stretch. He's I mean, want to keep that quiet. I mean, he? he might be for all I know. Probably yeah. not. No, he, that's the role that he You're plays the in this, job in this them, series, I know. Yeah. If you're listening, I can confirm Stephen yeah. Moyer is not that. But no. in the wonderful series Sexy Beast, Excellent. he very much plays a man that does exactly that. Tamsin Greig's brilliant. She's in Friday She's brilliant, isn't she? Yeah, she's very good. Brilliant. Okay, well. That's it, is it? Yeah, yeah we look forward to really it. Really, sound Paramount, yeah, I really Paramount. do recommend it. It's fantastic. Uh, yeah, the new original series of Sexy Beast, available to stream now on Paramount+. Plus. It's the podcast prince, Sam Ellard. Nice like voiceover from feel, Charlie. Feel, the the, the yeah. more I hear it, the more I love it. Give I still you little, Give you a little... Oh, 100%. I'm yeah. feeling in a great place. I still... Not that I can tell the legend, Paul Hawksby, what to do, but... If you could come in at the end of it, it'd just make it... it take yeah, it from right. a 9.5 oh, right, to a okay. 10 out calm, of 10, you know. Calm down, mate. Calm down. <laughs> um, one, one week at a time, yeah. Ch- Charlie's voice, I mean, it does sound like he's trying to get some fairground work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> here we go. Hold on tight. It's Sam Allard. Two cars, four riders. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. All the ladies hear you scream. So, <laughs> so let's let's look at the podcast, Sam. What have we got first? We'll start with the Premier League All Access podcast. Uh, it's out twice a week. You can get it on your um, on the TalkSport app or where you get your... 
your normal podcast. Uh, Matt Facing Crookie do a show before the weekend's action mm. and after the weekend's action, the Premier League. Uh, and a new podcast has been released today. And on the show, the boys have been speaking about Chelsea, who, of course, have reached the Carabao Cup final. And they've been discussing what winning the Carabao Cup could do for Maurizio Pochettino's future at the club. Well, it hasn't helped Manchester United kick on, has it? But listen, I, I, call me a traditionalist. I, I, I don't see the League Cup as a, a second-class competition. If you're Chelsea this season, you could only realistically win two trophies uh, because they were never going to challenge for the Premier League title during a rebuild. And this is, is a fantastic opportunity. I think I'm right in saying it was Jose Mourinho's first trophy as Chelsea yeah. manager. It certainly gave him a, a platform. So I think for mm. Pochettino... It's really important they've got to the final and even more important, they now go on and win it. What do you think, Paul? I know obviously you're, you're a Spurs fan, so you might have mixed feelings, but do you think that if they can get that cup in early, could that do them the world of good? Yeah, do you I, think? Think, I think it could. It could be a bit of a springboard for them, couldn't it? It's going to be a tough one. Um, as Andy was saying yesterday, games against Liverpool and Chelsea, they've not always been the greatest. Um, lots and lots of nil-nils, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what it's going to be like for the neutral, but mm. obviously if you're a fan of either club, you just want to win the trophy. Mm. So. I think it really depends on if Liverpool are still top of the league and really pushing for the for the uh, mm. for the title. Well, they've got Europe and everything. Although I'm, they would be in the midst of Champions League, would have started again by then. Yeah. If they get through, they'll, they'll have that on their minds. It could do Chelsea, a f- but Chelsea are starting to get a bit of air to steam up. They seem to have a bit of yeah. momentum all of a sudden. Yeah, they've had they? a really, really good couple of weeks. Yeah, Chelsea yeah. and yeah, they met both. They met in the FA Cup and League Cup two years ago, mm. and they were two nil nil draws, and both went to penalties. So yeah. hopefully, a better game for the neutrals. The latest Premier League All Access podcast is out, as is the latest episode of the Debrief mm. with Alan Brazil and Gabriel Bonlahor. Again, you can download right now on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast. And in this week's episode, the boys discuss sleeping in the buff and their preferences on mm. what to wear in bed. Yeah. Recently, the last three, four years, I started to sleep naked. I feel it was comfortable. Don't you think? Is that because your waistline's getting a little bit bigger and your Max Spencer's <laughs> boxers are getting a bit <laughs> The Calvi guys don't fit. No, you know what? I just think it's relaxing to sleep um, naked. What about you? I bet you got them all like proper pyjamas, didn't you? No, I haven't got jammies. I wear boxers. Do you? Yeah, I wear boxers, yeah. You've yeah, never yeah. slept naked? Of course I have. When I'm hammered, I come in and you just kick everything off and just climb in, don't you? When you're drunk, hey? you sleep naked? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Gabby, don't make me laugh, Al. This might, a, this might be a sports debrief. There we are. Lucky old Jill from oh, oh. Alan, Alan, Alan's, pic, Alan's picture he painted there. Coming in just kicking all his clothes off drunk. <laughs> She's a lucky lady, isn't yeah. she? she? The luckiest woman in Suffolk, he calls her. Good old Al. Although, morning! The, it, is, it is the morning. One of, the, I mean, the, one of his great stories. Let's have he, a look at your next five sleeps. Yeah. <laughs> one, of the, one of the great tales he tells is, is the, the infamous Paris hotel room story, which oh. I won't, because it's a cornerstone of his after dinner that's but the best Brazil I, I story I still remember him being in the buff then so maybe he's introduced mm, right, the right, boxers yeah. in later life I he, don't know he also calls it a sports podcast I'm not sure yeah. I've ever heard <laughs> Alan and Gabby talk about anything sport related on the debrief yeah 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 good stuff thank yeah. you Sam thank well, you. I'll tell you we're going to play you a, we're going to blow our own trumpet briefly because we bring you a bunch of podcasts we have the Clips of the Week podcast every Friday we have the H&J Extra podcast from Apple Podcasts so you can $2.99 uh, a month or you can try them for free uh, if you like them yeah, two ninety nine a month for extra podcasts, a deep dive into an element of the clips of the week, 
and a load of mad stuff from Andy as he attempts to come up with all these cuttings he never gets around to on the show. The H&J Daily is the best bits of the show that we put out every day, half hour, 40 minutes, best bits of that day's show. Yesterday uh, involved Andy going to the cup match against Borough on Tuesday night. And being a cup match, you often sit next to people in your regular seats uh, that you don't usually. Oh, yeah, and he found yeah, himself sure. next to a rather large gentleman. Oh, lovely. <laughs> 104 was occupied by this slim boat bloke yeah. and 101 was occupied by this bloke giant haystack's cousin who basically took up half my seat so then I, you and not I didn't want to move your other seat. Well, I didn't want to move because he's unlucky we were doing quite well in the game <laughs> so I'd sat there I was so uncomfortable <laughs> I was thinking in the end I was straddling both 102 and 103 oh no yeah it was quite good really but there you, you wouldn't move so no I couldn't move a, a, you're coasting against Borough but even <laughs> even at 4-0 up at half time know, you won't move to a more comfortable seat <laughs> I should have done should from I? Giant Haystack I only thought about it afterwards I thought that is ridiculous what you've just done but never mind wow. he is he's Larry oh. David incarnate they won he? though didn't they so it worked yes it did <laughs> I suppose, yeah. Well, I think a 4 0, I think they were probably likely to win. With anyway. the numbers he was calling out, it was a little bit like he was on the deli counter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 103, your hands ready. Anyway, this other bloke was 104. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Nice little part time yeah. job for him. Yeah, exactly. Imagine yeah. Andy. Imagine Andy being customer facing. Can you think of anybody worse? Yeah. Yeah. Customer facing. Yes, so it's ham. Of course it's ham. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? It's not spam, it's ham. I'm afraid you've cut the Pathetic. ham a little bit thick for me. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> What's the oh, point? coming here complaining. 105, who's 105? Yeah. <laughs> take them. Go on, take it. Take your take cheese. Take your pork pies. How can you eat that? It's disgusting. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Sam. Thank you. Thanks very much. And Thanks, you're, you're up early for the cricket tomorrow. Oh, you're up at 4am for the cricket. 3, 3.45. 3.45. 3.45. Mm. Out of bed at 3.55. Cup of tea by 3.58. In front of the TV. We're talk spot 2 on Samwise. Beautiful. At 4 o'clock. Happy They're yeah, it's, oh, the yeah. coverage. Lots of work to do tomorrow. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We mentioned earlier on how um, uh, Troy Deeney had admitted that he did call the lino yeah, a, a weasel. weasel yeah, um, and admits now he said, uh, "I used the word in a different context there, uh, to how it was interpreted." But I mean, what are the different interpretations of the word weasel? Um, and but it seems to be in, it kind of in yeah. the vernacular for more of them we imagined. <laughs> Uh, what's this one? It was one from the listeners, wasn't it? I once encouraged my mate in work to nick two Ferrero Rocher chocolates off our boss and let me have one. Oh, yeah. When the boss uh, came back and had a word with us, I denied all knowledge of it. My mate still calls me a weasel six years that, later. That is weasel behaviour. She behavior. will not let it go, says yeah. Wakey in Liverpool. That so, is yeah, weasel behaviour. That, that, that is the... Yes, it certainly is. Nothing like that. I called my seven-year-old... This is uh, Larry, the Wolves fan. <laughs> yeah. I called my seven-year-old daughter a weasel for spilling her cornflakes at breakfast this morning. <laughs> a weasel? I'm now in deep conflict with my parenting. I think you should be, Jason. Yeah. I mean, it's not weasel behaviour, spilling your... Oh, it's Jason from Duffield, oh. a happy as Larry... Wolves fan, not oh. this isn't Larry the Wolves fan. He's happy as Larry, <clears throat> whoever that is. Not a lot of Larrys out there. How many people get called Larry I these days? Know, I don't know. Do you know a Larry? I don't know where does happy as Larry come from, Paul? We need to find that out. Oh, well, you can look it up in the uh, yeah. Um, yes, um, listening to Charles, I thought Jethro had been. It's I, I, I think he means reincarnated. He's put reincarcerated <laughs> oh, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Kez the Warsaw yeah, fan, yeah. It was, there is a touch of the Jethro. I've said to Denver, well, that's who I'm doing when yeah, I do Yeah, you're that doing accent. it. You're, that's you're, who I'm it's doing, a kind yeah, of yeah. you're doing quite a broad joke. Very broad. You're joking, doing the hello hello yeah. version of a you Cornish know. accent. Exactly. Do no. they like your Cornish accent? I've though? only ever done two gigs there, so I don't know really. Andy always maintains every time we go to Cheltenham that all the Irish love his Michael O'Hare impression, oh, and I'm very quick to tell him. <laughs> 
that they don't. <laughs> and they don't want to hear it again. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like, here, I'd like to yeah. hear it. I'd like to hear it. And here comes Fawn and Avon. We get the same thing every oh, year. Oh, okay. You know? well, it's it's just the same. A couple of halves of Shandy, it's and off he goes like it. doing his Michael O'Hare impersonation <laughs> every Cheltenham. Mulligan and O'Hare. Yes. Um, what else we got? I picked up Frank Lampard. This is about tipping, I think. Oh, yeah. Picked up Frank <clears> Lampard <throat> in my cab a while yeah. back and was so disappointed. <laughs> oh. But he was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Chatted the whole journey, tipped very generously. Mm. I really wanted to dislike him, but he was a class he, act. He's a nice man. He's been there a few times, yeah. Anyway, we, uh, we'll have the moose up next. We'll hear from uh, some of the gaffers, some of the players. Get in touch on anything you like this afternoon. The use of the word weasel and in what context, <laughs> the Troy Deeney. Uh, story. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. It's time for the birthday spread. Ten birthdays. We've got to guess the ages. Charlie's been on fire recently. Um, uh, but we never know quite what he's going to be like never at know. four o'clock. Steve Pye, TalkSport listener, says he's set up a, li- a listener's poll. Oh, what, yeah. will, what will Charlie be saying at the end of today? Eat it! Or stupid game. <laughs> Doesn't sound like me. I'm a very Let's, gracious winner and loser. Let's find out. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon. Birthday number nine. Oh, bit of satire. Oh, ridiculous. Ridiculous. Come Honestly. on. Yeah, it's is your this, fault. You encourage him. Is it, okay. <laughs> ridiculous. Is this ruining your... Who in, cares? Is this Instagram Is winning followers? the quadruple better than winning the Invincibles? Who cares? <laughs> well, no don't one. Fun. You don't phone in don't after, phone don't in after four be, and tell them. Don't listen. Okay. Um, so you got ten funny jokes. You sound like you're in the mood for a laugh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tremendous. Well, I was about eight minutes ago. <laughs> Oh, right, okay. Great. <laughs> what was Grandad like? Oh, you know, Grandad. Grandad was Grandad. Uh, Jeff Peters, where are you, Jeff Peters? Um, I'm in an overseas nerve centre. Oh, okay. okay. Sound like you're in a yeah, cupboard. Yeah. Sound a bit poorly, Sound Jeff. like you're in the um, Boris Becker Memorial cupboard, there, Jeff. <laughs> where are? Where are? Okay. Um, so, the, so the scores on the doors: Charlie has won back to back in the birthday spread. Mm. Leeds Paul two one in this calendar year. Oh, yeah. Also won. Remarkably, one time difference oh, last yeah, Saturday. No, wow. No Charlie, go get it in great. We can't stop it. Um, so I think he's going to be saying stupid game at the end, but let's oh, find out. Okay. Here's Pele and Sergio Mendes. First birthday, Andy. Hello, Andy. Okay, it's the pilot who successfully ditched his passenger aircraft oh. on the Hudson River. He was a real hero. Chesley Sully Sullenberg. Mm, Sully, yeah. yeah Sully. Sully, yeah. He's recently been restoring an old warship, but he had a problem reinforcing the top edge of the hull where they used to fire artillery. I was called in to see if I could repair the Sully Gunnels. Oh, oh very, very, yeah, very right, nice. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. nice. Um, Good Sully. fun film. Yeah. He also appears, Sully also appears in um, Daddy's Home too. Oh, okay. Nice. Good fun as Good well. knowledge. And I think he's 78. He's got to be in there because, I mean, he must have been in his, yeah, when the, after he's about 77. 73. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I apologise. Sorry if you're listening. Are. What are the chances? Um, <laughs> after the trauma he went through, the last thing he needs to do is listen to this show. <laughs> what are the scores, Jeff? It's 4 4, Charlie 5. Okay. Four, 5. Here we go then. It's over to me. We alternate. Here we go then. Okay, the actor, fine actor, Martin Shaw from The Professionals. Martin Shaw. Martin Shaw, Lots yeah. of other things. Judge John Deed and all yeah. that. Uh, we were playing Ryder Cup-style foursomes together when Martin pushed our ball low and hard to the right. It landed in the worst rough you've ever seen, but I hacked it out 150 yards straight in the hole. Yes, it was a Shawshank redemption. Uh, hey, hey that's good. This is good. <laughs> He's on fire. Um... What's Martin Shaw now? He's got to be about 70... He's got to be in the Sully envelope, hasn't he? 70, so. 74. Yeah, I was thinking a bit older than that. Yeah. 78. 79. Wow. Ooh, okay. Yeah, still got, okay. Got young hair still. Uh, <laughs> what's that down to the scores, Jeff? 
It's Paul Nine, Charlie Six. Okay. Six, okay. Coffee and tea, of course, J and S. Ah, yes, yes. Yeah, okay. I can't believe it. You upset Andy. Uh, back to <laughs> back to right. Charlie. Birthday three. It's the uh, fine golfer Tommy Fleetwood. Oh yeah. yeah. And uh, Tommy's just designed a pioneering range of golf rainwear that is unparalleled. Nothing keeps you drier than a Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Right, Charlie, Errol, 34. Tommy. Yeah, he's got to be about that, isn't he? 32. 33. Oh, oh, what a shame. So that puts me on 10 and Charlie on 7, I believe. Is that right? Uh, Charlie said 34. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so that's right. It's 10-7. Yeah, 10-7. Okay, Thank back you, to me for birthday four then. Here we go. Two okay. Li- yeah. the fine opera singer Placido Domingo. Placido Domingo. Yeah. And uh, he wanted me to tender for his loft conversion. <laughs> I had to ask him what type of windows he wanted. Velux or Nesson Dormer? Oh, <laughs> nice. Velux <laughs> to you as well. These are good. Um, I'd say he's got to be in his 80s, isn't he? Placido. Placido Domingo. Placebo Domingo. Placebo. He's not yeah. the, he's, he's <laughs> the one. That's the tribute act. Yeah, he's the one. That's right, yeah. Placebo I, I tell Domingo. You, I, I, I felt so much better after I'd seen him. <laughs> and it wasn't even the real one. Um, I'd say 80, 83. I think he's older than that. Do you? 89. 83. Oh! Nice Paul saw that in the paper this week. No, no, I'm just good at... Uh, yeah. well, anyway, what's, what's the... Uh, 10 for me, Jeff. I haven't changed. What about Charlie? Charlie moves on to 13, so three in it after four. OK, uh, so Charlie goes, takes it in half-time. He leads off. Here we go. OK, he's the conductor emeritus of the London Symphony Orchestra... Oh. A chief conductor of the Berlin Philharmonic. Sorry. Sir Simon Rattle. Oh, oh, Sir Simon, Simon Rattle. Rattle. And a group, of, a group of us used to take him to Chelsea in the 50s, yeah. but we don't now. No one takes a rattle to football. Hey. <laughs> oh, nice. He has got young hair. This is quite yeah. difficult to work out, Simon. He's got the hair of a sort of 40, 30, 40 year old, isn't he? What a snake. Um, yes. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Is Simon, it me, is it? Yeah, it's you, oh, Simon Rattle. I think he's... 86. I don't think he's that old. I could be wrong. 72. No, 69. Oh, 69. Simon, Simon Young hair. Simon Rattle. He's older than that. Well, he isn't, clearly. He's, he's just celebrating his birthday. He's older than he's that. He's looking it up. That is absolutely um, right. So what he's are the scores going into half-time? <laughs> Let the meltdown begin. Oh. Paul, you were three out on that, so you move on to 13. Charlie was 17 yeah, out on that you're one. You're wrong, Moves on to 30. So he's, lied, he's lied about his age. <laughs> well, this is, like, a, this is a new one. He started to look like Stan Boardman. Have you seen him? <laughs> Has he really? It's like exactly. Is he working with the Berlin Philharmonic <laughs> the, the, Orchestra? The Berlin. <laughs> yeah, I think he probably is. Anyway, uh, the second half. Is he's just, lying about his age. He's, so he's never done this, but he's never I played this I want to see before. a birth certificate of Simon Rowe. He's oh, older than 69. Oh, this great, the great Charlie... The great Charlie Baker birth conspiracy. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. 13.30 at halftime. I'm in the lead. I have the lowest margin of error so far. I lead off in the second half. Here's Pele and Sergio Mendes once again. Okay. Next birthday, Andy, yeah. Yes, it's the showbiz legend, actress, dancer and singer, oh. ten-time Tony Award nominee, Marvelous. Cheetah Rivera. Oh, yeah. Cheetah oh, yeah. Rivera. I couldn't believe how tall she was, actually, when I went to a do where she was honoured ahead of Ben Johnson, Diego Maradona and Lance Armstrong. Despite that, she was still the biggest cheetah in the room. Oh. Yeah. 
<laughs> Cheetah Rivera, it's got to be in our 80s. The English, the English Cheetah Rivera, it's Torquay. Hey! <laughs> 84. They were so old this week. Yeah, I don't know. Right, cookie crumbles, aren't they? Well, they're not. Simon Rattle was only 69, well, I think you're really fine. really old, aren't they? Yeah, that isn't true either. <laughs> Looked him up. He's absolutely lying about his age. Yeah. I think she's 92. Oh, wow. I'm probably very wrong. Here we go. No, that's a very good guess. She's 91. Wow, Ooh. well done, Charlie. Ooh, okay. Yeah. She's lying about her age. So what, <laughs> what's the scores, Jeff? Well, it's closed the gap. Paul, seven out onto 20. Charlie, one out onto 31. So 11 in it. 11. Take that. 31. We'll accept 11. No problem. Back to Charlie okay. then, Andy. Yes, plenty of time. It's yeah, the it ballet is. dancer and choreographer, mm. Thomas Eder. Thomas Eder. Wow. And I was having a debate with Darcy Bustle, actually, about who was more effective in their chosen profession, Thomas or former Chelsea striker Good Johnson. We couldn't agree. You say Eder, and I say Ida. <laughs> Ida. You get the idea. It's cool, yes. old thing. Off. Uh, Thomas, what's his surname? Thomas Eder, and he's a ballet dancer and choreographer. Yeah. Yes. Your old job, Charlie. Yeah. Never heard of him. Yeah. Uh, Never heard of him. Is it you or me? No, it's you. Never heard of him. Could be anything, couldn't he? 70. I wonder if he's a young Eder. Uh, I'm gonna, shall I take a chance here? Or shall I just play? I'm going to go 60. I'm not going to go too mad. He is, in fact, 55. Oh, pointless, wouldn't it? It's pointless when you're... If no-one's ever heard of the person... Yeah. ...and they're just a, you just say ballet dancer, that could be any age. Yeah. So it gives you absolutely nothing to cling on to. You don't we have this problem when so you're winning, Charlie. It's absolutely <laughs> what, What's the scores, Jeff? If they're all old and you've never heard any of them, then that's... What's, yeah. It's like listening to flipping classic FM. What's, what's the, what's the what? score, Jeff? Charlie's, Charlie's face, oh my yeah. God. Uh, Charlie, 15 out onto 46. Pointless. Five out onto 25. So 21 in it, three to go. Pointless. Still plenty of time. Here we go. Uh, back to me then, Andy. Maybe okay. Just, just say numbers randomly out loud. <laughs> Here we go. Former, former General Director of Opera North, Richard Mantle. Richard Mantle. And I remember when he came to a recording of fantasy football, and as usual, David and Frank were making fun of me in front of the audience. Yeah. So Richard thought he'd join in. I said to him, it's okay from them, but I'm not having you taking the Mickey Mantle. Oh, nice. Nice one for the uh, yeah. fans of um, old baseball. Yeah. Um, bit, of, bit of a piece. Yes, I'd say, I don't know, um, former. 60, no one knows. Click no any one, click 60. Even his wife wouldn't know this. 66. <laughs> I'll give you a marker, 66. <laughs> Uh, 70. 77. See, yeah, you're back in back, it now. Yeah, fall back. What's, what's the scores, Jeff? 436, Charlie 53. It's a bit much I have to give him a pep talk, isn't it, really? <laughs> when I'm winning, I have to talk him down every week. So, uh, back, back to Charlie, birthday game, number nine. It's not entertaining, is it? So. <laughs> Next birthday, Andy. Is it's it, the hotel is it four o'clock yet? Nearly. It's the, the hotel. He wanted the handover to go an even longer. Yeah. The yeah. hotelier. Let's go back Sirocco, to that. <laughs> hotelier. Sirocco 40. Sirocco 40. Sirocco 40. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, does, right, he, does he uh, drive he a Sirocco? I wonder. <laughs> I have no idea. He, he practically had to beg me to accompany him to the men's signal signal the men's singles final oh. at Wem, Wem, Wembledon. The men's Hello. signals <laughs> final at Wembledon. <laughs> you right, Andy? Where's the men's signals final at Wimbledon? Yeah, you're right, Andy. <laughs> the writing's so bad. The men's singles final at Wimbledon oh, yeah, last okay. year. 
You know how much I hate tennis, but I couldn't turn him down because I love Forte. Love Forte, <laughs> love okay. Forte. Rocco Forte. Rocco Forte. Apparently his name's written all the way through him. Oh, is it? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Rocco Forte yeah. is 75. That's a good guess, Charlie. I wouldn't have been... I think you're not far off. 78. 79. Oh, uh, so we're going to the last birthday of the scores on what, Jeff? Pick that up in the week. It's 37, Paul, <laughs> 57, Charlie. 20 in it, one to go, game 20 on. In it. 20, 20 in it. 20 in it. Okay, 20 okay. in it, Charlie. Well, I, either way. Should we just do some more names for that coffee and <laughs> golf shop? Yeah, if you like. Uh, my mate Steve has done tea and coffee. Spelled yeah, that's, good. that's, good. that's, that's very good. That's, that's the winner. Called, that's the winner, yeah. That's the winner. Is that what it's actually called? No, that's what it should no, be. I'm going from bean, from bean to cup. That's all. Oh, that's that's, that's, that's perfect, good. Perfect, Andy. Well done, Andy. See, you did engage. Instead of these what you call jokes. So, so last call here jokes. We go. Last one, Andy. <laughs> Stealing a living for 50 years. What you call <laughs> yes. jokes. Last, last one. I'm going to come to your next game. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a thing. That'd be a fine okay, thing. Now you to turn save, up to one of to my save shows. Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> to save, right. to save Jeff yeah. uh, a bother of playing the recycling jingle, I'll yeah. admit that I've done this one. Oh, okay, okay, fair so enough. Paul's, Paul's heard it before. He knows the age before. Yeah. So it's actually <laughs> yeah. makes um, makes me in absolutely no way I can make up 20 well, let's, points. Let's see. So it's utterly T- pointless time's pressing. game. Now, you were here for this one. Oh, yes, here great. We so we all know. It's so the, what's the point? It's the historian of Ireland, the official historian of Ireland, yeah. Lord Paul Bew. Lord oh, yeah. Paul Bew. Paul, Paul Bew and every yeah. year I make a party for for him with yeah. exactly the same guest list Hugh Woosencroft Raymond Van Barneveld Charlie Mulgrew Erin Cuthbert and world wakeboarding champion Brian Grubb yeah. yes it's Bew Hugh Barney Mulgrew Cuthbert Dibble and Grubb oh, yeah. <laughs> very good <laughs> got there in the end um, I'm going to go 79 79 21 either way Charlie yeah. what does he do 79 he's, he's um, what was he historian of Ireland come on he could well, easily be 101. Really Go 101. No. Yes, he I could easily be 101. You're not my dad. Okay. You're not my dad. I like. What are you going to do, Charlie? I might say two. What are you going to say? 100. Uh, <laughs> 74. Oh, Point yes, it was terrible. Yeah, no one so. enjoyed it. Uh, so no eat it this week. <laughs> no one enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That's this afternoon's show. Loved it, it all unfolded. Loved it, Paul. Charlie, you're back on Saturday with Max. Yeah, 9 till 11, the Brilliant. game day warm-up, FA Cup. So And the cricket will be on. You keep an eye on that oh, too. Yeah, building up to uh, Ipswich Maidstone. Nice. Excellent. Uh, I'll be back with you on Tuesday. Charlie will be here tomorrow. Sorry, Andy will be here tomorrow for the clips of the week and all that. Do hope you can join us. If not, the podcast will be available at four. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 